We'll do it live. Okay. Fucking thing. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Right. Fuck it. Police in helicopter. I search for marijuana. Policemen in the street. Searching for Cali weed. Soldiers in the field. <laughs> Welcome to the show once again. With another guest. And uh, what's, the, what's the topic that we want to cover today? Today, weren't we doing uh, Russiagate? No. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> um, I don't know. Tell me. Why drugs should be legal. In oh, my God. Spring this on me. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> I studied for Russiagate. No, the Russiagates, that's, that's, uh, that's a lot of unpacking. I know. I figured it'd be like a three-episode deal. Yeah. I, At I, least. I, this, this one I thought would be cool because you always hear people say we need to legalize drugs, but they don't, they don't explain why in the process of legalizing drugs, what else... What other things need to be removed from the system well, for this to properly about, happen? Anybody thinks about is the consequences. It's like, oh, like what they've seen with their brother that had a problem with drinking, or their, you know what I mean? That's not to mention a lot of spoon-fed bullshit. A lot like we were talking about with, um, what was it? Uh, fuck, my brain's dead. Uh, manufacturing consent. People have been kind of programmed to think of it as a as a bad thing. Yeah, well, not in that too, but it it. So do you just want to go out the gate and just start with the, with the, an idea? Kind of. It, so if you're going to make drugs legal, there's there's multiple things that need to happen at the same time with drug legalization. For now, example, number one is you have to remove the welfare system in conjunction with this thing. To, to, oh, that just sounds like a recipe for disaster. But you have to. Free money's free drugs, right? Yeah. So yeah. The, <laughs> for it makes sense. No. Yeah. For, so so for this thing, because well, let's understand what what the government does. The government allows abuse of the system. They do it and under the guise that we're going to help people. So if you're going to legalize drugs and you're going to, I mean, if you read, I don't know if anybody's read the book Dreamland. I know I harp on it a lot, but in that book, mm. the prime example that oh, allowed that. a lot of that to happen was the government covering the cost of prescription medication to combat pain. So people don't have to be discomforted, which so, seems like a nice gesture, but all it does is opens the door for rampant abuse. Cause even you, on the drug side. Yeah, if you have a company that's being funded by unlimited cash flow by the government, guess what every company's going to do? They're going to go there. Yeah, why would you not? Oh, yeah. It's like the little the mice all getting the one little water hole. They're it, all just going to jam into that. Not, not that, but it, so if, if the mice don't have to go out and look for water and they know the water is guaranteed, then why would they not consistently go after it? It's, it's there. It's up for the grabs. There's no hard work and effort required to get it. Oh, yeah, and they'll probably try and figure out ways to get it even easier. Yeah. You, you start streamlining. Everybody does that. Yeah, it's human nature. To make it more and more efficient. <laughs> so so what, what's, let's go through and, and unpack each of our positions on this. My, my position is all drugs should be legal. All. But, all of it. Just but, the it caveat, the but the caveat is that this, the government needs to be rolled back drastically for this to even, but for this plane to even take off. If you can't roll back government, this plane can't leave the airfield. But what about even like what, what, meth? What, 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 we'll expand into that, but like, what, so what's your opinion? Well, I definitely agree with it's an all or none situation. Because you can't, once you try and start putting regulations on it, that's going to limit your ability to do it. You open up a black market immediately. Yeah, exactly. So, and that's, that, that's actually my angle on legalizing everything, is you would actually take the lifeblood away from a lot of these illegal organizations. All the way down to the little guy. No, what are they going to do? Now you can go get it at the store everywhere. And what That's about, the conversation we had. It is that other day is that exact is that exact concept right there is that it is that it kills all the black market. Yeah, you take the head yeah. off the snake, it's yeah. it's over. Yeah, You're my position. Literally my, taking yeah. out the snake. My position is 
everything should be legal, the government shouldn't have to tell me what's good for me and what's not good for me. Right. If I want to fuck up, I want to fuck up. I yeah. Mean, that's that should be my what? decision. But I think the position was. Oh. You've tried not to use names in the future. We'll <laughs> we'll strike that from the record when we do editing. Now yeah, we gotta figure out how to strike. <laughs> we'll do it live. What? We'll do it live. Fuck it. Except for names. <laughs> yeah. My bad. My bad. I messed that up. Anyway, anyways, moving anyways, moving on. So his position was, uh, if you're allowed to do anything, then the government shouldn't pay for you to come back. Yeah. I think, well, so that was the thing. If you, is if that, you OD. Is that every time someone ODs, the government basically is covering the bill of bringing you back. Well, let's understand first. The government doesn't cover the bill. You, sir. Across the table from me, everybody, everybody <laughs> else that pays their taxes covers the bill. Yeah, and yeah, and it's oh, good. Man, if and, you knew you weren't getting that adrenaline shot when you OD'd, you'd, you'd probably refrain. It might change the way you, or maybe operate. not refrain, because I mean, I don't know. I've seen like like some serious like heroin addicts. But even then, so it, uh, I know this is going to sound very cruel. If those people get removed from the gene pool, I have very little. Want to make an omelet? <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard people say, "Well, if you, well, if it's your son, well, if that's my son, then I did a shitty job somewhere along the way." Exactly. See, I'm glad that's you hit a good, that. That's that a covers good point. my point. Yeah, that it gets... would actually put the personal responsibility back on society. Stop sending. Stop expecting everybody else to raise your fucking kids and do it. Or the state. You think or the, the state? To you think the kids. state's gonna entrust any real decent values? Look at your politicians as a prime example of what the benchmarks Dude, are. Dude, whatever it is to take you, it's like that Pink Floyd video where the kids. With the pig faces are, are marching into the fucking meat grinder. That's literally what they're training you to do. That's all they want you to do. And, and this is a funny thing. I, and I think I told, I, I had this, I made this statement last time. It's like, if the government's so anti-drug, then why in the fuck did they pump a bunch of crack cocaine into the black communities in the 80s and 70s? They needed votes, right? Yeah, but do you think that helped the voting block? No. <laughs> that literally kept them from voting. And if they didn't vote, then they. Oh my God! It's just and these are the and, and the and that's the Democratic Party championing the CIA the last six last four years. How amazing they are! And that's what they did. The same organization that we've covered on this show with a horrendous track record of doing horrendous shit. I know so, so much so that you can't even look at the cool shit they did. You know, because I've I've read some books about some cool stuff that they've done, but then. But the over-encompassing, their reach is really about destruction. That's yeah, what we're talking they about do. the CIA or yeah. the Democratic CIA. Party. The CIA. CIA. Right now, the CIA. Yeah, Republicans are just as bad. I mean, Nancy Reagan, like you were talking about last time, the whole, oh, we got to fight these drug oh, wars. Oh, the war on drugs. She, she championed it, dude. As, we're, as the CIA is paying for cocaine to be flown into the United States. Yeah, so that they, all Republicans, Democrats alike, could have these really great parties brought to you by cocaine. Yeah, <laughs> not like that, but think how many jobs we can make. We can open up a whole new division, oh, the God. DEA. Yeah, you can just. Drug Men Enforcement Agency. Well, and that's also part, I think, of the, the bigger plan of expanding the government. You want to get bigger? Oh my God! There's this problem, so you create the problem, and then you create the solution of problem. You went on both sides. You made the money from all the drug deals, and you made money from fixing the problem. That would be like us going out and breaking cars and leaving your business card in the windshield wiper. Yeah, yeah, I fix. <laughs> yeah, I, I do radio installs and fix glass. Yeah, that's my specialty. Well, how did how did you know? How did you? Doesn't matter. I can do it efficiently. I come right to your house and do it. Okay, yeah. my address. I already know. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly where to go. This is what's up. This is what's up. So, but what, what do you guys think of the whole idea of full legalization? What, what, what? what as you, long as all the criteria is met, go for it. Well, my, my whole thing about it is the government doesn't properly do anything, and I know people want want to say they do, but in reality, they don't. Well, private yeah. private companies do. So, if private companies are going to produce drugs that are clean, that are marketable at super cheap cost, and people want to choose to use them. Fine, let's let that happen. I I I I'm I'm still trying to find the 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 why it's so bad. Well, yeah, go to Mexico. You can buy a whole fucking bottle of oxycontin if you want. Yeah. No big. 
Dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Dirt fucking cheap. How come, how come the difference of 20 feet is the difference between $10,000? Why? That's a huge difference. <laughs> That's a huge difference. You know, you pay what? Like fucking, I think, I think you charge out 150 bucks a pill. And then down there, you can buy it for about, what, 50 cents a pill? Yeah. Depending on where you go. Well, the whole conversation that we had, too, was about the cartels. The cartels. And, 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 oh, yeah. And how, much, and how much it would damage the actual the, the power they have. You, you remove the mechanism for them to buy off politicians. Right. And maybe, and maybe, maybe healing would begin everywhere from there because... I, I don't know that we would go, his, through, we'd it, go through a hard rough oh, there his, be, his position was that it would get rid of the cartels because there would be private companies to do what they're compete. doing and that they can actually compete with them. But the companies have multi-million dollar companies versus cartels that, you know, they're in their backyards making it. Yeah, My I mean, position was cartels aren't probably going to go anywhere because they'll, they'll move on to the next thing. They'll move on to the next thing. Yeah. yeah but, 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 but you're slowly removing the fields. Anytime you have a black market, guess what happens? People are going to flow to the black market because there's giant profits and profit margins to make. Cause you don't have a company competing against the black market. Dude, that happened in Venezuela. There was a black market for milk, dude. Because for they, sugar, for sugar, they had for, a black market for sugar because the government had fucked up the goddamn companies oh producing yeah. sugar cane. If you could, if you know how to make bread, you're good. You know, just that kind of stuff. It's 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 also. I mean, yeah, they they they, they, were, they were calling. This has probably been happening in like the last five years down there. They call them um they call them underground brownies. There's nothing special. No doubt, they're just regular brownies. And these motherfuckers were going for some buku American dollars. Dude, you dollars. could buy a forty-nine cent little Debbie's and sell it for four hundred bucks down there. Yeah, they're like, oh my god, I haven't had chocolate. When, when you live in a country that doesn't have a free market where stuff, where goods are abundant because people are choosing to go and there's profit there, you create these people and no one goes after them. Like that—that's the whole reason that the, that the sugar cane industry just destroyed, got destroyed down in Venezuela, got nationalized. The government got control. The government got control. There's no profit margin, no profit incentive. You had a bunch of people like cousins getting getting jobs. So you had an overabundance of staff not really producing anything. Everybody gets super lazy. Hella unqualified personnel. Yeah, jobs. and then you have a giant productivity drop, and then you have a giant cost to do it. What, how long are those companies going to really go? How long can the government keep funneling money into an unprofitable a nationalized company before you... Be, and not that, but that company yeah, depends comp- on the amount of money, but not long. Well, this yeah. is a problem. So that company is competing with free market companies. Free oh, market yeah. companies oh, have legitimate profit margins. They're trying to drive down the prices. Free companies drive down the cost of doing the cost of doing business and selling goods on the market. Governments do the exact opposite. So if you have a nationalized company competing with free market companies, they don't have any accountability to to the cost. They just keep raising taxes to offset the loss margin. So yeah. going so going back to the cartel thing. Aren't they kind of like multi-million dollar companies? They're like free market companies. It's a free market company that's not regulated. But, but that's the, not regulated because, I mean, they they have multi-million this dollars. This is true, but they're also not competing against real companies. No, and every time the competition steps up, they just kind of kill them. They I execute them. I was going to say that. <laughs> violence is very much a part of their business plan. Yeah. yeah. You know. So does so can a, can a free market company come in and compete against people that just kill them as soon as they... You'd have to clean house. Maybe, I mean, maybe a revolution that would... Well, not that, but maybe not there. But if we can manufacture it here or manufacture in other countries that have real legitimate standards where cartels can't come in and do that shit. Mexico's not going to be able to go to Switzerland and fucking hold them at gunpoint. No doubt. <laughs> or, or not that, but Mexico's not going to be able to come here to the States and really put the brain down authority on American companies producing here. hundred percent. So you think the American companies would just take away the business of the cartels. So the cartels wouldn't have another market their income, here and their income here. Would dive. Yeah. So if, if so, if the cartels have an abundant amount of money to buy off politicians and different people and all these different things, 
and all of a sudden you now you've encroached into maybe even 40% of their profit margin, how much power can they really exert at that point? You, you've removed the mechanism. So, and not that, but if you understand economics and a dollar is losing its value, like every year, it, it requires <laughs> it requires more of their capital to make these things happen. But if you have companies here that are producing the goods, growing the goods, manufacturing them, and distributing with a bunch of quality control checks, yeah, I mean, those places might get, the, the those trucks might be get hit up once in a while, but we can put rigorous can standards. Still, yeah. But we, yeah, we can allow those private companies to put rigorous standards in that allow them to protect their, the goods that they're producing. So basically, you would run the demand for these basement fucking brewers out of business. Well, I, I think, no, I, I don't think beer would go in. Well, yeah, basement no, no, brewers. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. talking about, he's yeah. talking about Whatever drugs. they have. I mean, because yeah. if you think about it, not to mention, I actually was thinking, like in Breaking Bad, look at all the chemicals that are required to make meth, right? That's a lot of production. But if it was something that somebody was actually making legitimately, now all of a sudden there goes their supply because now it's all getting bought up by these million-dollar yes. companies anyway. Yes. They won't even sell them to them anymore. They're like, fuck you, I'm not going there. Yeah, this place is dangerous. Yeah, it's dangerous. You guys, are, you, guys are, we can, you guys aren't buying the volume. We can make it up on volume. And yeah, it's you guys be. are now the two percenters. Yeah, you, you, we, you, no, I'm not even bothering sending a boat out there, man. And that's the thing is, w- once you, once you cut off, and like you were saying though too, but like, well, then they'll just extort money from businesses. You, you were making that comment, but yeah, the problem I mean, is, you can only extort money. That's a different problem. Though. Well, no, I know, but if so, no, but that's that's like another source of income for them. They yeah. extort companies, like it's a shame, private, like private companies. Does, yeah. yeah, private companies in Mexico will get it. Will get extorted to get to get money. Yeah, but from how, the cartels. But how many yeah. times? But how many times can you extort a business before it walks away, or, or they just they're not disappears doing in the night. or they don't come back? Yeah. yeah. So if you're not paying off the police, and then you're driving businesses out, how much? How long is the police going to let that shit ride in Mexico? Once you when, once their cash revenue from these cartels is dried up, and then they're extorting money from businesses, and businesses are leaving, and say it happens in the areas where a lot of these cops live, and they're not really making fuck all from the cartels anymore. Do you really think they're going to continue? And not that, but if you start cutting off the the ability of the cartels to buy weapons and different stuff and to exert force and power, at, at a certain point, that starts to weaken. And once it starts to weaken, it starts this um, downward spiral that you cannot stop. It just continues, starts to feed on itself. It almost sounds like it would be like time for revolution. At that point, the people take their country back. Know, hopefully, from the cartel. Hopefully. hopefully, yeah. That that one can only hope that that would. Well, because be that's, that's another part of the cartels too, is that they actually give to the people more than the government gives to the people. Exactly. So that they can cover for them. Well, if the cartels are no longer giving, it if to they them, no longer even have enough to cover so why themselves. They, why, yeah. Why why would they still cover for them? Right. But and that but that's a problem in itself is the fact that the government's giving money to people when once you set that standard, if someone steps in and and it steps into your power vacuum. So if the government's giving you, say the Mexican government gives you a two thousand pesos a month which ain't a whole lot. Mm. And these cartels are operating in dollars, which have a lot more purchasing power. And these cartels are offering to give you $1,000 a month. Yeah, 2,000 pesos is like, what? Not even... I think it's like 20 buck, or twenty pesos for a dollar. Yeah, so... Right it, now, or over 20, 20 pesos for a dollar. Yeah, so, so if a cartel... It hasn't slipped that much, then. If, if, <laughs> a, if a cartel is making enough capital where they can buy off entire towns and cities, people are going to be looking the other way. But once you've dropped... Once you've disrupted that mechanism... For them to pay people off, it changes everything. It's it is drastic, and no one no one factors that accountability into the equation. It would be interesting to see. Would the, would we affect that change here in the states if we actually were to legalize everything? I don't know, and it's hard because Republicans are pretty anti-drug, and a lot of the fucking Dems Dems are mixed. I can't read anything about them anymore because they're all about getting involved in everybody's actions and how they do stuff. 
and they're about legalizing drugs, but then they're not about legalizing drugs. Yeah, it depends drugs. on what day it is. Yeah, it's all these weird, inconsistent paths a lot of times. <laughs> and, and the Republicans are just as bad because they, they don't look at it as alcohol as a drug, and in reality it is. It is. Absolutely. There's, yeah, 100%. Yeah, you, you don't think there's raging alcoholics that ruin their fucking life on, on alcohol? Not just theirs. Every, Every they yeah. Get, they, get, they get behind the wheel. Yeah, they ruin other people's lives. Yeah, they ruin other people's lives all the time. Been there, done that. <laughs> but they already tried to ban that, and uh, it didn't work out that well. No, pro, no, because people need a release. We need an off valve, especially if we're going to be fucking worker bees. You need a vice that, 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 well, that kind of th- clamp down on, on, your, on you blowing your lid. Well, yeah, productivity comes with consequences. Yeah, stress, different factors. Yes, wear and tear, all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. We all learn to adapt to it. I notice the older I get, the more my sense of suffering goes down. You know, I have more endurance, like psychological endurance for doing my job for longer durations. So where do you think, a lo- and, and if you had to just shoot off the cuff, I didn't do any research. I thought we'd just go off the cuff 100%. No, this is cool because it's all philosophy at this yeah, point. Yeah, it's, 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 it's looking from an outside perspective. It, well, let's understand drugs are bad. No one in this room is saying anything otherwise. Yeah, I'm not promoting it, but it, like beyond decriminalization. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it's worth the taxpayer's job to pay to lock somebody up over a nonviolent drug offense. Well, could you imagine like the heyday? Like say, okay, peel it back. You know, the government stops paying for welfare. We make everything legal. Cocaine. Let's say cocaine, one of the most, it rewrites your brain's pleasure center, right? Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden there's this big run on cocaine. But everything does. Alcohol does the same thing. Oh, just let me you, go, let me you'll actually die on alcohol if you stop consuming it. Yes, because your blood pressure goes through the roof and you have a heart attack. Or uh, aneurysm, or stroke, or all kinds of bad shit. But just for that sake, I'm just going with cocaine just because, can you imagine if it was cheap? And then, how long would it be? A whole generation, a couple months, a couple years, before everybody turned their back on it and went, dude, I can't take this shit anymore. Oh, no, that well, that was his point, too, is, <coughs> is if you have examples of people that mess up, and you can show people, hey, this is this is what happens when you do it. Then, yeah. it, then it's a lot more effective than saying, hey, no, don't do it because it's bad. Mm. Or, or you or, actually have physically is, is, is no, you I have agree. physically proof that this is what happens, then it's a lot it's a lot easier to say, hey, don't do it. Or not that, but maybe we learn better ways to have, be moderate about how the way we consume drugs and stuff like that. Or is my big thing, I would like a society that's run by society. Accountability is not just me being accountable myself. It would be okay as opposed to like a Karen. If you see me fucking up going, you okay, dude? You might want to fucking tone it back a little bit. You know, I've been there before too, man. I'm not harping on you. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But in my experience, you might just want to tone it down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's like, what was I saying the other day? The Spartans fucking did that. I didn't realize that. I was watching this whole breakdown of how their training went and how their society went. And I didn't realize personal accountability was huge. But it wasn't just personal accountability. You also had group accountability. Yeah. So when you were training... And fucking something, you fell short, you know, kind of like in the, in the military. If you fall short, you can get everybody killed. So that's oh, yeah. kind of how it is. And they just straight up, you know, the guy, if you keep picking up the guy next to you, eventually you're going to slap him in the face and say, get your shit together, dude. They're yeah. watching you. If you or fall- either that or he gets outcasted by the society and becomes, right. there comes, there and comes becomes a threshold. A, yeah, he becomes a slave worker in the fields. Yeah, if you don't make the cut. Yeah. yeah. But that's the whole thing. Like, I mean, when, when did we get past the point of where... My neighbors are letting, we, I live, you know, if you live by a busy street and they're letting their kid ride the bike in the street, it's like, dude, take your kid to the fucking park, bro. He's going to get hit. Mind your own business. No, this is my business because I'm going to be the one that has to watch it. Yeah, but, you know, too, <laughs> yeah. at the end of the day, if the person wants to make the dumb decision to be a shitty parent and let their kids offer like that and they end up getting hit, I, I, I have, it's shitty, but I have a little remorse for it. Yeah, but there still has to so be what some if you're, you, what if you're the one that comes in and hits him? 
Say they're playing in the street and their ball goes in the street and you're you're the one. And that's you weren't driving speeding down. or anything. You weren't doing anything. It but just it happened. happened happen. It happened. But do but, you do you feel bad for the kid or do you say, hey, that parent sucks? No, I feel bad for the kid. But so are you gonna hold the parent accountable at every action their kid takes? Well, the messed up part is in that situation, you're the one that's held accountable, not the parent. Not really, because the, the courts are pretty good at deciphering if you're at fault. So if you're going on the road and yeah, some kid gonna runs out. The, how long you hit the yeah, brakes. They're, they're, my little brother at CHP, there's a lot of mathematical calculations. They can figure out how fast you're what going. Happened? Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, I've yeah. seen that. It's the, pretty cool. The science behind it is pretty, pretty dead on. That's good. But again, I don't know. So there's got to be some sort of like blend of all of that. I'd, I'd rather people, like I always heart back, make the bad decisions you're going to make. But just understand there is consequences to all these things. You right. learn you learn more from a bad decision than a good one. Yes, that's, you do. That's a, that's a, a, good, a good decision, you know, it just go, comes and goes. Yes. A bad decision yes. have, will have consequences. It does. And, and, you, uh, and, you, and you will learn. You will learn from you. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. You will learn from it. It's only a mistake if you didn't learn anything. That's the way I think about it. You can learn a lot more from a fuck up than you can from a string of successes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Period. Because that fuck up actually, our brain. There's actually. Um, in psychology, our brain is like 60% more likely to remember a negative event than it is a positive event. We are wired to remember negativity. We are wired to really hone in on negativity. Why would that be? Higher survival rate. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, this waterfall is beautiful. Now I, for I forgot about this jungle full of tigers, but I'm going to keep staring at this waterfall. <laughs> you know what I mean? You always have, you'll have that apprehension behind you. That's what's kept us alive for this, all this time. You know what yeah. I mean? We're the culmination of all of our ancestors. We've survived only because they did, you know, but I don't know. So you're going to make all drugs legal. I almost want to be like, does that make all actions legal? You know, no, because at, at what point? I mean, where the where constitution is always the thing I stand behind. Ah, fantastic. I'll back at, you on that. At, at, that's, Enough said right there. That, that's your rock. There's no one in the constitution that says drugs are bad. Right. So basically you are kind of like I what did somebody broke it down. Essentially, it's the golden rule. Don't hurt others. Don't kill anybody. Don't steal shit. Don't wreck property. I mean, you can condense it, the Constitution down to that. You know what the funny thing is, too? I remember, I remember kind of reading um, articles and people talking about it, that alcohol was technically illegal. Moonshine and stuff was legal when the U.S. got formed, and they were able to combat it and fight it for a long duration. But people will do dumb shit. And, and uh, it, it kind of led to them kind of banning it. It led to a lot of the stuff. The moonshine specifically. Oh, alcohol, too. Okay. I mean, you you had, you had a bunch of speakeasies during the Capone days. Oh, okay, during and, the and uh, that, prohibition. That, yeah, <clears throat> but that that was a fight all up until the to the era, and then they realized that technology got better. When technology gets better, it allows more black market operations to spring up in people's houses because technology is oh, better. Yeah. You can condense the refining process. Yeah, everything becomes more compact. Isn't that always the nature of technology? Yes. It starts out big and gets smaller and smaller. Look at yeah. the first engine. It, and it, it becomes consumable. Look at the first phone. Yeah. Look at the first cell phone. It was in the yeah, trunk of a say. car. Yeah, but as, 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 <laughs> as, as, pounds. Yeah. But as time goes on, it gets harder and harder to combat stuff that's illegal just for the fact technology gets you loopholes around the, the, the roadblocks government might, might put in for regulations of certain compounds or substances. I can see that. There's always there's always a way around and people will There always find is. It. There always is. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like the, um, what is it? The, the quote unquote uncle that I had was a, a shine runner in Virginia. Oh, and, shit. and which is funny because I'm like, why the fuck were you guys running moonshine in the 70s? Because it was illegal and there was a market for it. All right. Enough said. Yeah. There you go. If the People liked it. There if, was a taste for it. If the profit margins, there's two things that drive individuals to do things. One is profit margin. Two is they believe in what they have. And even though they're not making money at it, they will pursue it. 
Oh, labor of love kind of thing. Yes, oh, that yeah. goes a long way. I mean, it look, does. Look at journalists. Look at journalists nowadays. They don't make fuck all money, but they're fighting the the they're fighting for the woke agenda. So they're getting virtue vir, virtue signal credits. Oh, yeah. They can sleep at night like yeah. a little, like a little Teddy Ruxpin. I am doing so much good work out oh in the world. Oh my god, I'm helping the world. <laughs> but but that but them are two driving factors to, to, to make you do things. Is loving what you're doing because you think there's something behind it that you really believe in, and then a profit margin. Man, have values changed. So if so, if you can put those two things in the same basket, you have all the makings for some real black market operations. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Especially if there's a demand. There has to be a demand, or that's that's gone. Yeah. Right. But what again? If you go back to the um, what the second drug theory? Because remember they had the first one with the the mouse with the cocaine, and he drank it till he died. And he was all alone in a little cage, and that was it. And somebody, I think it was 15 years later, came along and went, your experiment's kind of skewed, dude. I don't, you, you tested it in a negative environment. So in then a they, vacuum. You, they set up a society, essentially, what it would be like. Okay, you have seven or eight. This is a family. We bred them over four months or X amount of time. You started with a male and a female. They had babies. Then you moved them in. You gave them plenty of stuff to play with, stimulation, uh, simulated hunting for food, the whole nine. Then they gave them cocaine water and regular water. All of them tried the cocaine. Okay, that's where we're at. All of them tried the cocaine water, but eventually they all just went. Now nah, I'm good. I don't think they, they went all, about their day. See, I don't think they all did. If I remember, it. I, I think I think a, a margin of it always. There's always a group of people that will choose the drugs over social interactions. And oh, different really? Vices. Okay. Yeah. You can't get around it. Then that's just part of human nature. Some people are going to. You think be, the other mice told them, "Hey, there's drugs in that." <laughs> like, how did they know? They all would have had to try it. This experience, when you when you take it, you get the you get the triggered response from the substance, right? And certain certain mice might be more more inept to fall back into that cycle of using it. No, no, but I'm just saying, at least one time, all of them took a drink. Oh yeah, at least one time. That's what I'm saying. I didn't say they all just went. You know what, dude? It's Friday. Let's go ahead. And yeah, hang but out, if bro. so, if <laughs> if if two took it and then they went and did something else and occupied time doing something else, it, it might have not have been something they went back to again. But, and that's exactly what happened. You, but, you, but that's the, that's that's the, there I, may have been one or two that probably ended up druggies because we've all had that cousin. You can't get around it. No, but for the most part, they all participated in society, if you will. And and but the difference with society is you have the ability to exchange ideas with your kids and different things to to, to try to help deter them from doing that. The mice don't have the ability of cognitive thought to really lay philosophical groundwork or, or understanding science to, to <laughs> explain to them these probably are not the best things you should be doing, even though the water's awesome. <laughs> I don't know though. I've seen animals do weird shit. I've seen animals try but to stop other animals to do shit. I don't. You don't. I have no idea. I'm not a doctor. I'm not Doolittle or anything. But I mean, <laughs> I, can't, I can't talk to them. But you see them sometimes look out for each other to keep out of dumb shit. I mean, it just happens. But I often wonder what the thought process is. So I mean, so do you think if we made every single drug illegal that legal? Uh, no, illegal. Oh, illegal. Yeah. If you made everything illegal, do you think we could ever stop? The flow of drugs. No, it would actually amplify. You know what? I wouldn't mind if America was the number one drug manufacturer in the world, and we sold majority. We sold like eighty percent of the drugs in the open market. E- cool. Even if we imported them illegally to other countries, I wouldn't. I would not mind. I would. At not that do. point, it's like finally we found a purpose for the CIA yeah. that isn't on us. We're not that, but we, <laughs> you know, we found a manufacturing. We won't sell it somewhere else. Yeah. So what do you guys need me to do? I'm going on vacation again. How do you keep going on vacation? It's paid for. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to Germany where they I'm going to Germany. <laughs> well, the, the weirdest thing, too, is seeing the drug the, uh, weed legalization across the world. That's the big one. I mean, that's I never thought that would happen, because when you look at um, some of the reports, like when the, the, the doctor studies and the U.S. military studies 
which is again their testing was all, I mean you really want to take a soldier give him some fucking super weed and then monitor him and go and determine whether or not that's it you need to try various different psychological backgrounds different all kinds of variables yeah, but, need to be injected. and that's the problem there's so many different factors that you thinking that if you have two different people take a substance you're not going to have the same outcome at all no. period it, no. so and and that's that's where you run to weird weird outcomes cuz you don't you can't you can make all these models but models don't really hit on to the human condition a lot of times. And what, Corona. what you're like. <laughs> <laughs> that model failed. Yeah. Oh, no. Shit. Well, how about this? What is what is the purpose for drug consumption? I, I would say the a vice is one of them and then alter your state of mind. Exploration. Adventure. Well, there's chemical more, adventure. Not, I call it chemical, I wouldn't chemical even vacation. Say, I wouldn't even, yeah, chemical vacation. That's a better term. Yeah. Chemical vacation. So if you had a shitty day at work and you don't know how to decompress the stress... So you come home and pound beer or smoke weed or whatever. That's your vice. Can you abuse it? Fuck yeah. Can you abuse Everything anything? Has Everything has the ability to be abused. So is, is the police going to, is law enforcement, the government going to start raining down on what you can consume? Like the, with the sugary foods? On which direction you can go? Yeah. You can't fucking smoke that, dude. That's illegal. But here, have some ice cream. It'll make you feel you know just what as get, You know what gets me? This is Cover it with chocolate or it's not going to have the right effect. This is where the Democrats are fucking <laughs> retarded when it comes to this. Because I don't know where you guys went around with your thinking, but you guys are making some mental gymnastics. How can you say the voting age should be 16 because kids know, know, uh, know what's right? And no. at the same time, raise firearm and drug use all the way up to age 21. There's a lot of conflicting shit in their arguments and philosophies. This, I, I want somebody on the left to explain that to me. That's a good question. we got to write that down. Hey, leave, please drop something in the comments there if you really actually want to challenge us. Go ahead and write us a letter. Yeah, <laughs> about, about why. That's I would actually, that, I would definitely like that, that question answered. Yeah, explain that to me. You if, have two conflicting if, theories if you believe exist. If you believe these fuckers are so smart that we should lower the voting age of 16, but, but any, why can't they drink and own firearms? Yeah. Oh, well, they're not, no, they don't have enough responsibility to, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> that's, it would fall apart. My idea, and I like Starship Starship Troopers for this, is the uh, fourth reference in a way. Yeah, it's civilian. <laughs> so you, you, you have a civilian. You can you have the ability to become a civilian. Oh, by you have a citizens and you have civilians. Yes, so and and the citizens are the ones that have a majority of different rights to determine where the country's going. But it requires you doing military service in the process. What was that he said? Is uh, a civilian knows the rights and responsibilities of um, the population and uses his life to protect it. A uh, citizen does. Citizen a civilian does. does not. Yeah. And basically, to become a citizen, you have to earn your way. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to kind of be dedicated, prove that you're dedicated. Well, the whole thing is when you earn your way, there's ownership behind it. Well, it's a huge responsibility. Yeah. Are you going to go risk your life for country? Because if you're not willing to die for everybody else's freedom, why the fuck do you get to pick on mine? Yeah. You know, why would you get a... Well, my voice counts too. Not really. I mean, go... You didn't do anything to earn it. Something given has no value, right? Yes. So if you just give them the right to go to a booth like like... California, for example, what is it? Um, Tim Pool was saying that shit today of California, man, it's your guys's fault. You voted for it. I just said, fuck you right to my phone. Yeah. I'm like, fuck, fuck you. you. No, I didn't. No, I didn't I either. I tooth and nail fought against all these policies. But alas, I'm outnumbered by idiots. Yeah. You know, in the major cities, in the metropolitan areas. What do you think about that? Well, being outnumbered? Not just outnumbered, but the whole idea of where... It, they want to drop their voting age to 16, but they want to keep all the. Maybe, that just seems dumb to me. Like I don't know, I don't know how you can justify that. But the thing is, whenever you ask them that, the immediate response is, "You're sexist. You're racist." Oh, I'm glad you're, you brought that up. <laughs> your immediate response is to name call, 
and yeah. not actually justified. Because I've watched, I've, you know, you watch all these people, you know, they try to explain it. And then as soon as you challenge them on something, nope. That means hey, we're, hey. we're going to call you names. Don't and we're gonna fucking throw pop this bubble I live in, you son of a bitch. Well, you attack <laughs> the character, not the point. Yes. That, that, that's how you know somebody lost an argument. Yeah. That yeah. was that was at Ron White during a debate class. The guy beat him and he said, well, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. And the teacher's <laughs> like, why did you say that? He's like, well, I thought I won. I mean, he was speechless. He had no comeback. And it's like, okay, in a hilarious way, I can see that being your battle plan. But at the same time. If we're gonna get any progress, but just under, need- understand that was a, that was a comedian making that point. How absurd it is when you can't attack the point; you have to attack the character. Yes, and that's that's. Don't get me wrong. That's what comedians do a good job of doing is pointing out <laughs> where your fucking shortcomings are, and that's a that's a that's a giant fucking red flag of that. Yeah, and, and the immediate response is to cancel that. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. You shut them up. Hey, you can't be saying that stuff. That yeah. makes way too much sense. Oh yeah, God forbid you wake somebody. You you say something. I got in trouble one time at work. Well, not really trouble, but talk to at a job I had in high school. And the, the owner pulled me aside, and he's like, okay, so it's, it's not that you're talking. It's fine. You can talk in the kitchen. That's fine. But whenever you talk, you make everybody stop and think for a second. And, I mean, this is a business. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, what, what do you I, do with Did that? they blame you for killing productivity? <laughs> yes. By, <laughs> is that, is that, is that what that was? By promoting thought. Because, like, somebody would, you know, oh, you're a stupid head. You're this and that. And I'm like, you guys ever wonder if dot, 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 you know, I think it was, like, mm-hmm. during the Clinton administration. I'm like, you guys wonder if, if he did this and this and this because of this and this and this. Dead silence for a second. And then everybody get back to work. You know, they think about it. Digest it a little bit. Yeah. And it's like, they'll save that for after work. It's like, well, no, because you pretty much kick us all out of here the minute it's closed. So we can't really. <laughs> if we could grab a beer after work, that'd be great. But. No, it's it, I, that's my biggest harp on society, and that's kind of why I guess if you want to go down the column in like C, D, and, and E of the benefits of legalizing drugs, hey, you might kind of wean out some of the dummies that would consume till they die. Yes, but you would also open the minds of other people. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, you disrupt the way they process information. Right. That's the biggest fear for everybody: is disrupting how everybody perceives things. But I don't think it would naturally. It wouldn't affect productivity, in my opinion, after it balanced itself out. But you wouldn't be able to push people as hard either. I think that's kind of what it is. What happened to me being able to pace myself? No, the business is hungry. Go, go, go. You know what I mean? It's the, even the Twilight Zone. There was the one where the guy stepped off the train because he kept passing out on the train and waking up when the thing was in some mythical place that didn't exist. And eventually he just, you know, suicided, walked off the plane. But it, like in the beginning of it, his boss, he went from the month before being number one in sales to... What happened to your sales? They dropped off this month. You got to get out there. You got to push. You got to go. You got to go. And it was funny. He's like one of those fat, bald, cigar chomping kind of bosses where you could tell his tie is obviously too tight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know what I mean? You got to go. And it's like one of those. I mean, it takes a step back to think of going, this guy, his job is to push you because it makes him money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then all of a sudden you start like, say, if if psychotropics started fucking make being all the rage, you might run into a little bit of a problem of people going, hold on, hold on, hold on. If your only job is to yell at me, I think you might be taking too big of a cut of the pie, buddy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what would happen. Yeah. Well, not that well, too. Going, but- going back to this uh, voting age of 16, you know what the funny thing is? And it's something I thought of after the fact. Growing up, I always thought I was more left than I was right. And then I grew up and started working and had to pay for shit. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I so here's the thing. So, no, so here's the thing. It came up to my mind while we were talking about this is that growing up, you know, I didn't, I didn't struggle. 
my parents bought a house. I lived in a house basically my whole life. Like, we didn't really have any struggle. American dream. Yeah. There you go. Middle class yeah. life, right? Yeah. All middle right. class. Fuck yeah, go. At the time. But anyways, I was always given shit. I was given the clothes that I wear. I was given the, the food that I eat. I was given the room that I slept in, the bed that I slept in. And Did then you have I, chores, though? Did you do dishes? They, I mean, they. it was never labeled as chores the yeah. way I grew up. It yeah. was, oh, labeled, pitch, was it pitching it, in then? It was, it was more of a, you go do this. All right. There was no, there was no you know, hey, this is, this is an option for you to do it. No, this is you. Go do it. Go do it now. Yeah, What's that called when you get hit with a shoe from mom? Tonkla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, was it that? It was that. <laughs> okay. It was that. It was like, hey, go cut the grass. And if she had to tell me twice. You got hey. hit with a shoe. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, to- growing up, it was always like that. And I always felt like I was like super left or not super left, but I always thought I was more on the left because I always thought I was more liberal based on the fact that ra- Republicans were always port- portrayed as like racist people, but people that aren't for, you know, know, for the common. Know. Yeah. Growing up. little guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they they seem like they were more for corporations. That's how it was portrayed growing up. Okay. Watching the news. I, I didn't obviously I didn't talk about this stuff in school and stuff. Yeah, in school they don't they don't hit these topics. But anyways, growing up that's how when I you're felt. young it's the back of your yeah. mind you're not even thinking yeah. about it. So uh, you always felt like okay you know liberals are always you know that's kind of yeah. more the way to go. And then growing up and then I started having to pay for stuff and I had then you know yeah. had to pay for schooling had to pay for all this other stuff and it's like damn. You know what the funny thing is too and the, the, the whole well, the, well then looking at your paycheck and you're like what's the point of working. I'm paying more for them than I am for me. Well, you circle all the deductions. Okay, I, I can understand paying taxes, but there's this, 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 and this. What are all these deductions? I don't. E- I don't even understand paying taxes at this point. <laughs> yeah, we're just putting money. I mean, well, not not only that is I don't even understand. You know, paying taxes at this point is that the more I make, the more they take. Yeah. Yeah. The table slides up pretty good. Yeah, I remember that the first time at a at a dealership when I broke like 140 percent, and I was like, "Oh my god, my check's gonna be awesome." And literally, my my uh, what was it? My net was like thousand fifteen hundred more, but you my mean gross, gross was only a couple. Was it gross? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's gross. Oh, I'm sorry. My gross was higher, but then what I took home was only yeah, like, hundred, barely 100, a two hundred dollars. Yeah, you're yeah, like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, and I, you know what? And people would be more sympathetic to paying taxes if there was more accountability where the capital went. Oh yeah. There, but there is. Oh yeah, absolutely. The transparency and the, and the bureaucracy just chews up a majority of it, and it never never really hits the programs it's supposed to. Well, you've nailed it so many but, times but, on the show. Hold on, well, but the, but the, we're going off topic a little bit. I want to get back, and you know what? It's funny you said that. The whole paradigm of Republican and Democrat to that degree, and I think the whole idea of, of legalization of full drugs would probably fly better under a Republican. Uh, I would say uh, platform uh, or government. Because a lot of what they say is individual ownerships. That we're, the society's not designed to take care of you. So if you're shitting on your neighbors and you haven't built a lot of friends and good home structures, then you get to bear the brunt of you consuming drugs and no one gives a fuck and you of go Of the mistakes you make, yeah. Yeah. But, but if you live in a more Republican-type environment and you've built good families and you do get wound up in drugs and you can't get out of it and you're just going down these spirals, you're going to have more helping stones. And I that, but those people are actually going to give a shit about helping you correctly. There would you think be more the of a state, You think the state really gives a fuck in the bitch you work that your help that your public worker? Have you ever really seen gives a state-run rehab center? I can imagine it's, it's a the shit saddest show. fucking place you've ever seen. It really is. You go in there and literally it's like something out of a fucking uh, 
Orwellian thing. Well, it, it, everybody it, lines up. Yeah, and it, goes it, in it's there. like a production line. They push you in, push you out, and they never really. That that's the whole thing with jails too. Even so, the caseworkers are just there to go, "Hi, how's it going? You feeling better? You're not feeling better? Doing this, then doing. All right, have a good day. Next. Yeah, he's just there to get a paycheck. Check the box. Send him on his way. Yep. Goodbye. Check your white privilege at the door. See you later. <laughs> yeah, but but I I think that would fly better. I mean, Democrats are all the for the most part they've been for a long time about legalizing drugs, but they 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 they're not addressing the me- the mechanism that makes it not viable. And that's yeah, exactly. and that's the well, backstopping of the bad generally behavior. Generally speaking, and this is why I like that one idea of having like a Democrat and a Republican if you stay with the yeah, two the, u- system, the unity system. the unity of them like where you have them both answer to each other because all in all honesty well, until recently, liberals aren't all that bad. They came up. They came up with the or they come up with the idea. Republicans can apply it. Yes, so you guys have the pipe dream, and then you guys make it happen. It's a it's right? a whole, it's a whole thing of having an entrepreneur and a businessman, and they and they and they make it work. The entrepreneur is the one that thinks big and tries to make things but happen. You may not be able to know how to make it. happen. They make the mechanics of it work, but he has the idea of how to implement and how to put it together. Yeah, you you just have that one thing. Of, hey, why don't we do but, this? But and this? You, that's the whole paradigm of the yin and yang. You have the guy that's that's the chaos and the guy that's the order, and you meld them together. And somewhere in the middle is exactly where we all need. And to that's yeah, you, you want the envelope to be pushed, but then you don't want the envelope to be pushed too much. And you're trying to make it stay within the circle of how everything needs to operate. Once you distorted that circle of the yin and yang, and it becomes oblong. Now one side's way bigger than the other, and you've you fucked up the the balance of the equation. I think you literally just explained why everything's wrong in 2020. The yin and yang's all fucked. Everything. Up. Everybody wants their They're, side to be the only side. Yeah. So they, they've actually. Oh man. They've they, <laughs> they they've they've actually broke out of the bubble, and so now you have yin and yang had their own circles. Dude, there's yin and yang all over the floor. We got to do a mop and bucket. <laughs> build a new yin and yang. Pour the shit in there. Yeah. <laughs> yin and yang just fucking exploded, melted onto the ground. No, yeah, wow, dude. That's fucking. That's actually no. I think that's what happened. So once again, if drugs were legal, now we could all burn one around a campfire, sing kumbaya. But explore, like I said, like like the heart back. Just keep in mind, like you're gonna die. Everybody knows the beginning. That's my philosophy. And everybody knows the end. Why do you think I love this logo? You know why this logo is there? It reminds me of death's always in front of me. Make it count. Yeah. 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 That's it. There's only only one thing guaranteed. That is my literally my life philosophy. After like, well, there's two things guaranteed, motherfucker. That's taxes and and death. Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, <laughs> taxes and death. <laughs> taxes damn are it. inevitable, dude. Just like death. Yeah, and if you and I if forgot you, about the damn. And if taxes. you don't pay your taxes, you will run across death. <laughs> yeah, Sometimes I forgot. I really forgot slow. about taxes, even though I pay a shit ton. Yeah. Right, right. It's no. just that, that, that you can't get away from that, man. No, you can't. And again, see, we just focused on a lot of positives. Had there not been any think tanks that have done this? Well, there's a lot of negatives too, but well, we, there is, but that's been done. Let's let's go into new territory. Everybody's well, the, always focused. The on negatives things. are there. It's it, it's gonna cause some major chaos. But how is that any different? Oh man, if they how is that any different than what we have now? Well, no, I mean you can invest in funeral homes for that first year. You're gonna yes, mint. I would have no problem if we're gonna have to run run off the rails and they say, you know, you know, we know you guys are paying taxes, and we're, what we're gonna do, we're gonna divert eighty percent of what you guys are paying in taxes toward funeral homes and cremation centers. I'm like, let's do it. Why? Well, because the drug thing ran out of control. Oh, all right. So vote yes on Proposition One. Okay, cool. How much yeah. do we spend on Narcan bringing people back? Oh, dude. Well, not, not that. How much? But, that, but that's the thing. Is like, how much do we, we spend? spend the, do we spend it on the Narcan to bring him back so that he can do it again, or and do again, we spend it on the funeral? Or do again. we spend it on the? 
Or do Ooh. we spend it on the funeral and one time? Yeah, what's that's that? one. That's if we build one giant crematorium, man, that's got a lot of bang for its buck. That's efficiency, dude. <laughs> Wait, what was that one Auschwitz? Let's go. Let's go look at that place. Oh man, I'll take the emotion out of what it, man. It? Look we, at the machine. We all know what drug use does. We all know, but people still partake in it. And how much money? I I, I wish I would have looked this up. How much money have we poured into the fighting the war on drugs in the DEA? Way more Trillions. than a, way more. Way more than necessary. How more? How more productive could we got with that money? And I never remember every dollar you take in tax revenue, you've taken out of the market to to keep economic growth moving. So every time you're taxing yeah, somebody, you're removing someone's ability to spend that money and do things with their money yep. and make better choices in their lives. So if you're trying to buy a house and you're paying half of your paycheck in taxes. What do you think it does to your ability to try to buy a house, especially in California? So now you're not California selling California sucks to buy a it, house It's like right now. It, it throws you over the barrel and fucks you with no lube. With sand, actually. Sand, yep. Sand, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's way cheaper. We just pull her off the beach. Always so, oh, bleeding. Dry that up. Get more sand. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but we, we, we all know what drugs do. They, they destroy, like, they destroy places. Well, hard drugs do. And ex- yeah. excess, excess so, in itself. But, that, but it's the whole thing about the crack cocaine, cocaine being oh, shoved into the, to the, from the CIA. So they, were they just trying to see if it would work? I mean, I what don't know, the fuck? but like, so we're 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 making this big push and we're fighting the war on drugs. What I'm curious now is how many how, how much does that really happen now that we're not aware of that they intentionally allow drugs to go through that are pushed by the government? Oh, dude, I, I'm like I'm wondering about like the the uh, the e, the ecstasy phase in the late '90s and the early 2000s. Was that pushed because that drug came from government studies? Yeah. A gov- didn't, didn't yeah, a government funded uh, professor discover that shit? Well, it, none of that, but they used it during, um, what's it called? MK Ultra. It was one of the drugs. Ecstasy was one of the drugs. It's a derivative use. of LSD. And so, and so no, 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 no. Oh. No, no, no. And I know they used the fuck out of LSD. Yeah. It's it's more of a derivative of uh, of uh, methamphetamines. Oh, really? Yeah, that's why if you're on E, you can't sleep. It ain't happening. I've never broke I've never broke ecstasy. I was never very interested in that shit. Yeah. It just didn't. It didn't appeal to me. Well, it it does that. It's 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 a full euphoric, and 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 it, and it has a lot of the similarities. Ecstasy and meth have a lot of the similarities. How, how it how it interacts with your pleasures and and your the chemical chain's probably yes. really close. Huh? Well, one just gets you way out there, and meth makes you more centered. Oh, okay. So meth is more of the the euphoria isn't there. That's why people yeah. smoke it, right? If, if you hear the word smoking? meth, this the substitute meth for Adderall, and that's a good comparison. Oh, okay. So those two were just a whoop, dials yeah. it in. And and uh, and all the Adderall is it's a pharmaceutical grade of meth that you can buy from a company that manufactures a, a good product. That makes sense. But see, I think where people go wrong with that, I guess, is meth. This, the fear for me would be like Adderall going illegal and people abusing it. But the best way to describe what it does to your brain is. You're essentially running a thousand horsepower engine with a cooling system that can't handle it. So you're yeah, gonna, you're going to melt the cylinders. Well, not that. But That's what happens. You're, here, you're yeah. all just think of it too. Is if you're running that hard, guess what you're doing? You're accelerating the wear of your engine. That's yeah. your brain. Everything. You're just you're you're not letting it rest. You're not letting it recoup. You're just pushing it way out past its ability to to pump out power. Oh yeah, that was the best thing. Was it like proof? This guy came in and he chipped his car, and it was almost out of powertrain. And he's like, dude, I, I bought this because it was a good car. I'm like, you chipped it. That's going to narrow its ability to go long term because it's got more this, this, this. And he's like, oh, crap. Well, no, that, there's, a, <laughs> there's a lot of studies show, showing, too, that people that go to, go to college, majority of them, are on Adderall because it boosts your ability to cognitively process but what's and, be, and the be side creative. Effect of that? But that's the thing is, so once those, these guys get out of there and they get out of college, they can't function without it and do their job. Oh, my God. That's why they're rioting. They can't get their drugs. Well, not that, but uh, so th- there's, there's a lot of studies supporting this. Like 80% of journalists are hooked on Adderall. Oh. Uh, well, like the Rick and Morty joke. 
Am I taking too much Adderall? Am I taking not, not enough Adderall? <laughs> Fuck it, I'm taking Adderall. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, it, 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 it's a cognitive booster. Think of the movie Limitless, but but it's not that badass. That's Yeah, that's what my, that's what my sister told me. It, your ability to process and, and, and be creative and do different things is greatly boost on Adderall. But meth does a lot of the similar things. Interesting. Tweakers do a lot of creative shit. It's yeah, just the, yeah. The, but it's just the longer they do it, the shittier they get at doing it. Well, yeah, there's like what is it? The the, the first week tweakers, they, I mean, they're they're doing shit like awesome. Their whole house is clean, productive. They've done projects they, are getting they done. They fixed their car. They could do a brake job in twelve minutes. Yeah, and it'd probably do it right. But yeah. as you fast do forward it, a year later, it's all dude, you're fired. Yeah, the engine <laughs> the engine's burned out. The ECU's burned out. Everything's oh, just yeah. been ran too hard. Yep, and yet yet they're still going fast. Yes. Yeah. Going fast and going nowhere. You got three flat tires and you're doing hundred on the freeway and you try and make a turn. <laughs> oh, like, well, changing lanes was a bad idea, bro. <laughs> Open the crematoriums. <laughs> uh, what, what else should we expand into? Because there's a lot we can do. I feel like there's so much to cover. I wish I would have did a little bit of research about different studies and stuff. But like again, that. I know. But this is like this is. More I, I don't. I know there's a lot of studies now with MDMA and um, people who do have PTSD from wartime issues. And what they do, they do these controlled environments where they give these guys, these military guys with post-traumatic st- uh, stress disorder. They really? Give, they give them MDMA and they have them relive those experiences that were brutal. And what it does... It oh, allo- it desensitizes you to it. Well, now that allows you to digest what happened, but relive Wait, what's it. What's MDMA? It, it's ecstasy. It's it's a, it's a full pharmaceutical grade of ecstasy. So they hit him with this and then what? Did they, did they preemptively talk about it and then they start asking him questions about no, they, the they, they kinda No, they kind of tell him what they're going to do and we're, we're going to have you relive these experiences. Oh, and when the drug traumatic. hits, they make him explain it to Yes. Them? They make them go through these oh. and make them come to terms with what they did. So if you were killing people in the Middle East and you don't, the average person doesn't know how to process a lot of that. So they might yeah, think you might think you're fine, but reality you're not. So w- when you come back and you and you're going through this, you don't know how to interact and you're you're used to a hyper overreactive area where it's danger at every turn and you're doing a bunch of heinous shit. Maybe shot some kids that were trying to blow blow up in front of you. You don't know what the fuck you went through. Oh yeah. So you come back and they have you relive these experiences on Molly. And they help you come to terms with it. And it ha- it's having like a 70% success rate at dropping people's people's pro, uh, PTSD. That must be nice because like all of a sudden they can sleep again. No, no, but They're not waking up. They just come terror. to terms. Like the, the person I was, like like there's a lot of books written about World War II too. About all these these guys that were farmers and country fucks that were, and that they went from being that to being in a war and shooting their brothers in the yeah, same town. Climbing through guts and fucking all kinds yeah, of Yeah, like, f- could you imagine that? Like, we're at work, then the tomorrow, boom, we're going on a boat to fight the Germans. Yeah, with minimal, tra- six months of training. If that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, wartime, three months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we need to flat rate this shit. Oh, yeah, like, was it before <laughs> Normandy, they were, um, what was it, the week before their preparation was a lot of running and making them um, climb through butchered pig parts. Oh, fuck. And I was like, okay, I... I Okay, you kind of prepared them for that, I guess. Kind of, but better than what we do now. <laughs> now they wouldn't do it. Now they'd get sued for making you climb through pig parts. Yeah. You know, it's like, all right, good luck, asshole. Woo! You're going to be but so freaked out. That's, just, that's that just a lot of the different drugs. And not only that, but let's be honest, too. Well, what would be your go a, a lot of Well, a lot of amazing art comes from people in drug use. Music, movies. Was all that the- one comedian in the 80s that said that? If you take, if for all you people that hate drugs, take all your CDs, throw them out. All your art, take them yeah. out. All your movies you love, throw them out. Because all those people that created that 
way high on drugs. There's a reason a lot of artists and musicians and writers and all these different people are are usually hooked on drugs or alcoholics, because to experience that side of yourself that's way different and to, and to delve into your emotions, a lot of people don't want to do that. The average guy ain't gonna do that. I'll be honest. The, I ever, the average guy doesn't want to be empathetic. You're like, fuck you, you pussy. That's, I couldn't write. <laughs> that's how we songs. operate. Yeah. So, but if you're gonna write a book and you got to have multiple angles of different people, you need to be empathetic, and it's hard as a regular guy to bridge that. So, time sometimes drugs help bridge that gap of you conveying a story and or drinking or anything in general. They do these things where they let down your it, it removes the inhibition. Yeah, and you get to and you get to be empathetic from a different angle. Well, that's how I overcame writer's block back when I was in a band and I had to write a lot of the songs and I just couldn't do it. And it had to be like that right touch, like a little bit of alcohol, but a lot of weed. And it was like when the when the green bud came out, it really helped. And it just sends you there. And it was like you can play music, you know the math of everything, but you're just like man, 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 okay, that doesn't work. But wow, wow! Now you can bend notes. You can feel the music. That's you can get into it. It, you know? it resonates it with something inside of you that's hard to explain. The, oh the, yeah! The whole thing of watching a movie, especially when someone's really, really well done, or music, or art, or anything in general, when you watch it, it it'll almost resonate something within you. But it's hard. You, the average person can't explain it. What and is it and artists do a good job of bringing that to light. Alan Watts said that, right? The idea of a theater is to make people per- forget that they're in a theater. Yeah. That's how you know somebody's you mastered want, their craft. You want to fold into the story. And, like, and it, honestly, a lot and of And you can feel like if you're, like, prime example, when you're watching a horror movie that's good, what does it fucking do to you? It makes you scared. It runs your adrenaline. It, it yeah. takes you through It disrupts emotions. your train of thought and how you process stuff, and it makes it feel fucking real. Yeah. Do you know, that's not easily done. That takes a lot of crafting shit. And putting these things together to make you to make you buy into what you're seeing as though it's real, where you almost cover your goddamn face because you feel it's real. I almost don't want to be a bad influence, but it's almost a difference between high school theater and college theater. Oh, college theater is awesome. Yes, and you know why? Because you know what they're doing backstage. <laughs> in high school, they're not doing that shit, but in college, I guarantee. Oh yeah. There, there's something oh, yeah. going on back there. Yeah, there's col- drugs involved. College theater is fucking, dude. I know people are going to fucking make fun of me. I don't give a fuck. College theater plays are fucking awesome. They're cool. They're fucking... The comedies are good. The serious ones they do, they're they're awesome. It makes you fall into the story. And that's what it should do. I like it. I like... I I like theater for the fact that it's not a movie. People are live right there in the moment. And selling it. And they they have one shot to do it. Yeah. That's it. One shot to do it. It's not like like how many... Five takes. Five takes. Go, 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 go. Like, was it? Marilyn Monroe. You know, on average, for every take, it took twenty to forty takes for her to nail it. Uh, and then they get, then it hits the, the, and that was back when you had a guy with scissors who actually had to put the movie together, mm-hmm. scissors and tape. You know that guy was going, fucking goddamn, this fucking, you know what I mean, just hating mm, on it. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, but no, I mean, it's, I, I agree that there would be some benefits to it. What I was gonna, what I was gonna ask before that was, I mean, what would, what would the go tos be? I think there would be a huge rush in everybody consuming all of the big party favorites. But then eventually, if all drugs were legal, there would be a lot of people that would probably back off and not like, not really be consuming the party shit anymore. But then what would your go-to be? I wonder, that's a good point, but I, what I'm wondering is how many new people tried weed just because it was legal? A lot. A lot of people dabbled in it just because it was legal. Like, just because it was legal? So would that the same effect have with harder, yes, harder drugs? Oh, yes, a lot of a lot of newer people would be like, "Hey, I want to go try it now that it's legal." Yeah, like the only thing keeping them back was like the law. Yeah, yeah. fire me that oxycotton. Let's do this. 
I, th- really? I think I think you'd be shocked if you realize. Think about it, if you're a Republican and you're mm-hmm. and you're like an upstoning. You think the average Republican's really breaking the law to a hard degree? No, breaking the law. Yeah. Probably not. They conservative. Yeah. Probably not. They, they're conservative. They want to follow the. And, and do you think the average Democrat's breaking the law to a big degree? A big degree? Yeah. The average Democrat probably not. P- probably a little bit more than Republicans. Now, do you think the average person in the middle is bending the law? That's a probably lot? where most of the laws are all broken. the time. Okay, so you have this, and uh, what re- what represents majority of the country? The middle. The extremes or the middle? The middle. The middle. So if the middle is now has a. a, a a, de- a decriminalization of a certain substance that they might have been thinking about. <laughs> Curious like about, Walker, baby. yeah, and didn't know where to get it. And now you that can might buy be a big, that yeah, might be the biggest thing. Yeah, because yeah. a lot of those things is like some people probably don't drive because no they don't know. Yeah. Okay, so so now so now you have a market, and you, and if you buy a black market, you don't know what you're getting. You might think you might die. There's a lot of other factors. So now all of a sudden you have a legitimate company that's putting out what the intensity of it is, how much you actually take, all these real. Numbers and yeah. values and yes, with legitimate stuff. How comfortable are you now? Are you taking that substance and trying it out? Hey, if it's if pretty, it's got, pretty yeah, comfortable. Now you yeah. can sue somebody if it goes wrong. <laughs> Bingo. Well, actually, now There's now that I think about it, it's the same thing with alcohol. Yes, you're not born an alcoholic. You're not born wanting to try alcohol, but hey, somewhere but, along the line, hey, I got to 21. I'm gonna try it. But if you have a fucked up childhood, you might try to mask. Your fucked up childhood by constantly drinking all the time. I think that's, that's what it is. Is the, but, but the any, first but, time. Yeah. But anybody will do that with any substance. <laughs> if it, it helps you escape, it helps you escape. Yes. But not everybody is substance abusing to escape. I'd say the problem people are the ones that are doing it to escape. Otherwise, other than that, it's what its true purpose is: recreation. So, but there's no matter what you do, there's always going to be a certain subset of the population that will consume substances. Even if they don't know what they do, I, I took a lot of shit when I was younger. I didn't quite know what it did when I took it. I just took it. <laughs> See, I was never. I I, I analyzed everything. Not what me. is this? What's it going to do? What's this? Fuck okay, it, that do doesn't it. sound like it's for me. I, I I bailed on a lot of stuff because I'm like, nah, nah, nah. It doesn't sound good. That doesn't sound like fun. That's like that's why I never did ecstasy. Nah, dude, I've been watching this motherfucker over here rub his nipples for an hour, dude. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm fucking. Oh, that's good. so true. <laughs> I am good, dude. <laughs> just like what is it? The joke about um, like what is my, my daughter said that about meth. You've never seen anybody go, oh, thank God I took meth. Yeah, it doesn't. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> no one says that. <laughs> but, I mean, look at, like, Lane Staley without heroin. I would have died years ago. A month later, he was found dead of an OD. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, uh, you know what? You'll be remembered, dude. So it you, happens. You that ran happens. its course. Yeah, but so, but I, I know we hit on a lot of why drugs should be legal, but we still need to tie in why why you need to remove a lot of the welfare stuff. That them are the, That's the biggest hurdle. You can't get this plane off the ground. While funding it at the same time. Well, that seems like a simple equation, though. But if it you're isn't. putting money into welfare, that welfare money is a large it's, portion of it's, it's going to go to the it's drug. Just, it's just not welfare. It, there's so many things that's rooted within that, too. Really? Welfare is just one of the many things. You, you don't think all these all these programs you're paying, all these halfway houses that people go to, they're not privately funded. Let's have that conversation. They're paid by your tax dollars. Oh, yeah. And all these, all these people that are ODing, that's your tax dollars. There's all these factors of the tax dollars. But would it be a one and done? What? Well, if it was if it was if it was privately funded, and this is somebody that didn't have what it took to recover and get that needle in the heart for adrenaline when he OD'd, he's dead. So that's it. Problem solved. It's gone. It would be, but I, I think what you would have too, and this is where it gets super difficult, is you'd have a lot of Karens. If we screaming, it, yeah. So if, even if we did roll back the welfare state and all the other stuff that comes along with it, 
and and push you're solely responsible and so are your kids this you're, you're nobody else other than that factor you would have a lot of Karen step up as soon as their kids. And I, I guarantee these, these would be the same bitches that would be like, yeah, we got to legalize all drugs, fine, let's, let's abolish the warfare. And as soon as their kid died, they'd lose. They're mad oh, as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They want to blame everybody yeah. else. Yeah, yep. That's everybody exactly. but turn the po- the finger back at yourself? Yeah. Okay, but what happens now that you have to admit we're on the edge of a technocracy, if you will. What's the uh, social points system that China has? Oh, social credit score? Yeah, the social credit score. So that's a thing. Yeah. Yes. And it's actually yeah. we're, we're ready to go in the U.S. There's yeah. just no way the Constitution. It's bad. Like no. so in China, uh, we're going to do a, a one on the CCP in the next couple of weeks. That's going to be a lengthy one. But so the CCP has a social credit score. So if say you take your dog out and you walk your dog and your dog poops and you don't clean it up, someone can report you and it'll knock your social credit score. Well, not down. even that. The algorithm sees you do it because there's cameras everywhere. Yeah. So if, if it knocks you, it might remove your ability to take an airplane. It might remove your ability to take a train. It might remove your ability to operate a bank account, buy a car, anything that would make your life easier. Yeah, basically. maybe, maybe not, not, maybe not buy a car, but to get a loan to buy a car, that means you'd have to come up with cash. It gets really weird when you do that, and the only way to get it down is you got to go donate, go and donate your time to the Chinese government, or you have to pay, we have to pay up your social credit score, so you can come in and give money to help raise your your social credit score back to hundred. What was that? It was even down to where like. If you go and purchase alcohol too t- too many times a week, your social co- score goes down. You know what I mean? If you're if you're like so they get to control everything that you do. Yes. Yeah. Essentially, they get to, it, they, they get it autopilots. Well, now you don't have to control it. Yeah. Now you're like, yeah, go for it. Yeah. Dude. It's 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 do all what you want. it's all the manufacturing consent. It's not so much the that illusion. the yeah, it's the illusion. They don't do it, but it'd be in your best interest. It it requires it it makes you do self censorship. Self regulating. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's that all that is is fake because as soon as somebody opens a black market in one of those areas to get all these things outside of the the paradigm from stores and stuff, what do you think is going to happen? It's going to be like Blade Runner. Yes. You know, you have all that mainstream <laughs> shit, but now you go to this part that the cops won't even go to. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. You were seen going in that section. No, it wasn't. It's just <laughs> regula- <laughs> regulating things never has the intended outcome. It's, well, no, and that's that's the thing. It's, that I it's think... been proven nonstop in history. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, did you want to throw any more points on the uh, oh, abolishing drug? the welfare system? <laughs> that we can go down there for hours. I know man. we need to hit that on an episode of itself. It, it, not just the welfare. That's that's just that's just part of it. But military, how much we spend on military, how much we spend on be- Pentagon, all these other things. I'm not really sold on. Okay, here. This is a good way to explain this. Okay. So, do you guys think that the government does a good job of offering the operating the welfare state? No. And and, account, and accountability? No. Okay. Absolutely not. So, do you think they do a good job with DMV? Fuck no. Do you think they do a good job with the school system? Nope. Nope. So, with just keep expanding that. Are we just yes and no or can I like check five extremely dissatisfied? Yeah, you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> but if so if you keep expanding that you you get to realize really quick that a lot of what do you think the state does a good job of managing the roads and, and keeping them up to date? In Nevada. No, no they don't. <laughs> Nevada's a little different. Well, yeah, cuz it's run by hookers and booze. Yeah. Well, whatever. Casinos but, I mean, and gambling <laughs> and yeah. But the the money's popular has a lot more accountability than it does in California. Absolutely, it's the wild west out there. Yeah, so, it, but if you keep expanding this thing, you realize really quick a lot of what the state and the Fed does, it doesn't really do what it does, but it costs a lot of money to make it happen. Well, you can even condense so, the military. 
Well, that's that's what I'm getting to. Do you to. think that they manage well in the military? No. No. Like, why does it cost $5,000 to move that from there to there when I could have done it for you for 20 bucks? Do you think these colleges that get a ton of federal and state dollars manage the money good? No. A lot, a lot of a lot of people aren't aware of this, but a lot of colleges, a lot of the money consumed by colleges now doesn't really go toward classrooms. Right. It goes a lot toward the bureaucracy. Does it go to admin? Admin and, yeah. and, and BML rights groups and all these other fucking things. They that all don't. drive Mercedes, by the way. They do. And, and these things don't actually help with the education process. All they do is consume more capital. Instead so that of they it. can ask for more capital. Yes. Yeah. That's so it. if you understand these things, you start to keep expanding this thing out, the scope of how you're viewing it. You're eventually going to get into the fucking military, the Pentagon, FBI, all these other Department of Defense, all these different things. Why are they any different from any of those other things we discussed? You think the people that are in those are any smarter? No. No. They're just made of, it's made up of normal people. That's normal jerk offs. That's the thing nobody realizes. Yes. It's yeah, made that up was, of. That was, that was my point. It's just made up of assholes like you and me. Yes. Yes. We're all assholes. Yes. Where, <laughs> dude, where we work is 10 times more efficient than a motor pool unit in the army. Oh, I, I, yeah. I don't, I don't doubt that for a second. Oh, dude. Yes. Absolutely. Maybe like even the Air Force. Air Force is very pricey, but they do have a higher standard, I guess. Well, yeah, because you can, you can fall the fucking sky. Of efficiency. Yeah. Theirs is all about safety. Yeah. You know so I mean? it forces them. Well, the, the accountability. One fucking F-16 drops out of the sky. And it, this Seven kid, billion kid, gone. So do you notice that? <laughs> that as soon as you incorporate accountability in anything, what happens? All of a sudden, the, the, uh, the standard of quality yeah, goes up. The I's are dotted and the T's are crossed all of a sudden. Holy shit. It's as soon as you incorporate accountability into any equation, everything changes immediately. But why is this Because now fucking Bob touched that motherfucker last He's a person we need to talk to. Yeah. You go tell the family. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's... Yeah. Why does, but why do, as society, do we always get to a point? The Romans did it. Greeks did it. We've hit this many times. Why does it always come down to a point where you goddamn need a, near, a fucking gun in your back to make a change? Because everybody's leeching off the system so much that they don't want to disrupt it. Yeah, your brain atrophies that bad? Or it's just, it's too shocking to know that you might actually have to go do something? Uh... It doesn't have enough drugs to fucking realize it. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. No, 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 no. Take the pot away. Get the booze out of here. Adderall for you, motherfucker. Get to work. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. When Adderall injections. I've, what was that? Like the joke from Futurama? I love it. When they were talking about baseball. And he's like, oh, yeah, that, that score doesn't count because that was before steroids were mandatory. <laughs> Dude, I love that joke because that's my fix for that shit. Juicing? Oh, yeah. It's now mandatory, motherfucker. You pay $6 million a year. There go your balls, bitch. Don't give a fuck what happens to your yeah. body. Amuse me, monkey. Go. Yeah. What sets what sets some program up in 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 the in the MLB you know doctrine when you become it will pay for testosterone treatment for the rest of your life, but you're going to be on some heavy doses. Oh yeah, you're getting mm. swole, sick cat. Yeah. I want I want heads being ripped off and fucking <laughs> oh, yeah. home runs being hit out like dying. I want yeah. fights in the dugouts that involve blood and. Yeah, bats I want and I want like three thousand feet home runs. Like oh, fucking. he's coming out of the dugout with his Negan bat. It looks like the pitcher's <laughs> in for it now. <laughs> Let's hope his jogging's up to par. <laughs> that would be a way better game to watch. Yeah, but 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 that but that kind of what that's what fucks up the whole idea of of legalizing drugs is you have this state that has almost zero accountability at all aspects. But they, they, but they, they, they may hold us accountable. Yes. That's again, that's the biggest fucking. So if, if you have, you. if you have drug legalization in a welfare state and the welfare state has zero accountability with the applications being applied to who, like, I, I know people want to think that those people are honest. I'm going to tell you firsthand. They ain't. Nope. They ain't. Not even close. 
Oh shit, about to lose money, time to have another baby. I've seen I've had that conversation. You know? And it's, and again, I'm not for judging second. for it. We all gotta live. If the system's in place and that's how you survive, fucking survive. Okay. But but, but that they're surviving because the system is in place. Yeah. And again, I always like to see the end game. What happens at some point if that collapses? What mm. happened like now, I'll, the whole system's bogging down because of all the unemployment claims. It's yeah. been bogging down. Oh, dude, it's but, bad. Like I said, it, if no one believes me, just go and look at the market in, 26, in uh, 2018, what it was looking like around, around Christmas time. You'll get an idea of where we were headed before we got to where we're at now. What, what changed that again? None. We we're, were... We were already fucked to begin with. We we had we had printed a ton of money back in 08. Oh, that's right. That's I remember you were talking. And about. we we were trying to we were trying to collapse the amount of money we, we printed. We we're trying to raise rates to make capital investment to offset it a little. Yeah, bit. Well, no, to bring it back to where we should be. Interest rates kind of high. People saving money. But the problem we were having a collapse of credit, and it was all these companies that built their entire model off cheap credit. So all these companies were starting to implode on themselves. There are all these bills are starting to come due, and no one had wait, no one had any ways to pay them off. Oh, that's why twenty twenty. That's why the corona took so many businesses. Yeah, if th- that shit was already in the makings. They that, were living on the edge. They were living on the edge. Wow. Because when, when when you're up to your kilt and debt, everything's a problem. And your profit margin is three percent. Yeah, and 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 yeah, and then all, all of a sudden, is one and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, your profit margin is like profit margin is like negative. Yeah, yeah, it's over. It's yeah, game. and so it, it's three percent. It goes negative, and you have a fucking ton of debt sitting on your back. Where do you go from there? Well, if away. drugs were legal, I guess away. off to the clouds. Yeah, <laughs> let's get the fuck out of here. Load it up, bit. fifty cc's. That'll kill you. I said fifty cc's. <laughs> Load it up. <laughs> going out in a beautiful dream. <laughs> and uh, we're gonna call that it, or. Yeah, we. I mean, uh, now we. Ha- yeah, yeah. I guess that's probably a good place to stop. I hope it was entertaining for everybody. Yeah, I don't know if we made any rational points or arguments, but I mean, no. But I don't know. be sure and tune in later this week for train wrecks. Always. This is my ride. first time here, and I messed it up in the first five minutes. So there you go. There's no such thing as a mess up here. <laughs> no, this I've whole been thing with the whole is name a mess thing. up. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh thanks for reminding us. Yeah. Oh my god. We're